So the Morgan of Ram is trying to open up for us and explain the minhag that by now is uh, quite uh, pervasive to stay up all night, Shavuos night, learning Torah. And the question is, what are we uh, trying to accomplish with that? So the Morgan of Ram brings... That the Zohar says that this is a rectification uh, for for a mistake that was made by Klausel on the the night preceding the morning of the giving of the Torah. Uh, means the, the the Zohar doesn't say that the Zohar just says that the Hasidim are Rishonim will stay up all night learning Torah uh, and we'll see maybe in a little bit more detail exactly what the Zohar says about that but that's the the, the Magad Ram just says that and that by now it's become a minhag. so the Magad Ram would like to propose an explanation for this minhag, which is that uh, Klausel and on, uh, on that 6th of Sivan, or 7th potentially, um, overslept that morning, and Hashem needed to tell Moshe Rabbeinu to go wake them up, and uh, to, to come out and accept the Torah. And being that that seemingly is not a very good way to accept the Torah. So we rectify it by staying up all night learning. <coughs> the, the, first, first of all, the obvious question is, okay, but uh, did we see any did we see any negative ramifications from that event? Clausel didn't uh, exactly run to the waking up that morning and, 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 and being there early, Hashem had to summon us. But, uh, okay, so, uh, you know, all's, end, all's well that ends well, right? So what's the, what, what's the big deal? So, Kiyadua, we know that uh, that, that original acceptance, uh, you know, that, that revelation was uh, meant to culminate in the receiving of the Luchos Arishonos, which uh, did not happen. We don't have that Torah, that absolute clarity that was supposed to be there. We don't have that. So, uh, you know, what, what often starts off as a small mistake can snowball into a bigger mistake. So, seemingly, we're trying to rectify this. Okay. <laughs> Seemingly, yeah. Otherwise, what are we trying to rectify? Yeah. Okay. The, the but the the the, the, the kasha is uh, the, the is how could they oversleep? It's like uh, you know 
the most important meeting of your life, the, the this is uh, you've got whoever is your this is your big business opportunity. This is like the, you're meeting with the greatest rabbi. I don't know, like whatever whatever it is, you're going on a private jet with Michael Jordan. Whatever is each person's uh, thing, right? It, how in the world you forget about how did they always leave? How did they even manage to? I mean, they, you know, let's say, let's say a person would like to try to even oversleep, right? How did they fall asleep, Bukhlal, right? Oh, they finally fell asleep. Likras Aboker, right? So, uh, yeah, I, I think the, the question is obvious. Uh, someone showed me that actually uh, Rav, uh, Rav Shimon Schwab asks, asks the question. As well, uh, he says what he says. Um, okay, so so maybe we can start off by, by just looking into our own experiences. So we'll, we have Moshe over here, who is a certified public accountant. You passed all the different stages of that? That's uh, three different stages, right? Four. Four, okay. And uh, you also? All four? Okay. So when you what? So we, we, we so before you took that big test, the night before you stayed up all night, learning and cramming, or did you go to sleep and make sure to get a night good good night rest? Moshe. I went to sleep early. So I remember what before taking before taking the MCATs, right? It was like the rules: do not under any circumstances try to cram anything in. The night before, right? Whatever you got, you got, like, the most important thing is to be fresh, to have a clear mind, rested. It's, a, it's an eight-hour long test, right? Like, the last thing you want to do is come into it zonked, right? That's, uh, that's, the, that's the main. So, so perhaps one could propose that Klausel knew they're going to be accepting the Torah. Now, it's not such an easy thing to accept the Torah. We know that... Uh, you know, Moshe Rabbeinu had quite a hard time with it for the you know, 40 days, 40 nights. He kept learning it, forgetting it, learning it, forgetting it. Right? Uh, on, the, on the last day, 39 days, no success. Can you imagine? Trying for 39 times he tried, didn't manage. On the 40th day, Hashem gave it to him. Yeah, so so uh, perhaps Klauser, <laughs> in anticipation of accepting the Torah, made sure you know, they took a, a little bit of sleep medication you know, to help me. Had a couple of shots, whatever, whatever it has to take in order to go to sleep to calm themselves down, so you could get a good night's rest. That would uh, that would be a proposal, but but if that's the case, so why is that? Why are we not doing that? Why are we rectifying that? I mean, so what we should do is we should do the same thing. Just the only difference is we'll set an alarm clock, and we'll we'll make sure to wake up for nights. That was that was the, the only issue was that they overslept. Being some, the fact they went to sleep was good. The only problem is that they, they didn't wake up in time. But well, how come we stay up all night learning? Right? It doesn't seem to I me mean, even the uh, like I said even without seeing the actual language of the Zohar inside. But the 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 Magen of Ram says the Chassidim are shonim hayu neurim kol halayla veolskim b'torah. So if it's simply an issue oversleeping, it's not getting addressed. Okay, so we saw a Gemora in Brachas that says that there's a fundamental distinction between mitos, uh, between how spiritual things work and how physical things work. In spiritual matters, 
the more that there is, the more room there is for it. In physical matters, the more filled up something becomes, the less room it has for anything else. So the, the distinction is... Um, physicality is defined by its limitations, by its, by its external parameters, by the boundaries. And therefore, those boundaries conflict. They, each one, each one um, is in conflict with the other. Um, every aspect of the physical lives around us is in argument or in conflict with another aspect. Whether, you know, I mean, we could take, a, obviously, in, in an ecosystem, you know, if, if it's hot, it'll be good for these plants, but bad for those plants. If it's rainy, it'll be good for this, but bad for that. If it's, if there's, a, you know, too many frogs, then there's going to be too few flies, uh, right? Uh, this one is up and that one is down. It's, it's always... It, it, everything is in conflict. In the physical world, everything is fundamentally at a, <laughs> a, there's a there's a limited pie, and uh, you know the question is just how big of a share of it do you get? So to in a, in a vessel, you know, the, the concept, uh, this is obviously the Chazal is speaking in the very abstract concept of your vessel, and you fill it with with pebbles, you fill it with rocks or whatever. Each one you throw in, it occupies some of the space in in the bucket, but but uh, on, a, on a more abstract level, what we're saying is that physicality, uh, every part of it presents a different perspective that is not united with the first, with, with, with the previous perspective. And, and, and they're all, so therefore, the more of them that you have, the more difficult it is, because I have to remember these, all these different things, all these desperate parts, all these... Uh, Things that that, that uh, kind of don't leave room for the other ones. Whereas with spirituality, where when you talk about the internality, you're talking about the center. The more lines you can draw towards the center, the more unification you can make, the more everything becomes more one. Meaning, ultimately, if if we understand that. The Arisa, the Torah, is Chadhu. The Torah is one. Isn't that the easiest thing in the world to, to remember one, just one thing? All you have to do is just to know one thing. <coughs> right? Everybody can remember just one thing, right? The challenge is in getting it to become one. Right? So initially you start off Imagine a, our favorite tissue box example, right? This is a, should get, should, next time we're talking about sponsorship, sponsor <laughs> tissue box. This is like, these tissue boxes have had more Torah taught about them, right? So if I only have one side, so I have that side. I don't have to know the dimensions or whatever. Now I have a second side. Now I'm trying to hold on to two different sides. Once I get a few more, I start saying, oh, wait. They're coming together, the uniting, instead of having to remember about six different sides or potentially 
up to 12 different edges of a tissue box, I get it, it's just a tissue, it's, it's a tissue box, it's a single tissue box. And therefore, so the point is, as more and more, as I gather more information, it all clicks together like a jigsaw puzzle, right? And that's, by the way, the, the Ramchal's Hagdama to Der Hashem, that's what he says, is that people sometimes, if they lack enough of a uh, overall perspective, so uh, every new piece of information coming in just becomes more and more confusing. But if you have the frame, you know, like if, if you're putting together a, a jigsaw puzzle, and with every new piece that comes in, you get more information, more clarity where all the other pieces go. Right? And then they start clicking in, and then you go faster and faster. So the beginning is the hardest part, right? The, but the, once you're three quarters of the way into the jigsaw puzzle, it's, it's a piece of cake the rest of the way. Yeah? That is the concept of, of uh, the, the kalim of a Kodesh Boruchu. If they're rake, if they're empty, it's very difficult to get anything in there. Because nothing for anything to grab onto. Once you, start, once you already have a lot in there, then, then, the, then the framework for the unity is there and, and the things are uniting more and more and more and tighter and tighter, more unified uh, until we could imagine that we're not going to get to that. And not in this world and not even in Olamabot in its absolute sense where you see the, the unity, the singularity of the Rotson Habore, of the, of the singular will of the Creator, but uh, we can, we can uh, certainly... Um, make our way in that direction. Um, and so, just like, of course, the, the, the fundamental distinction is between physical and spiritual, but what's called the Chochmas Hitzonius versus Chochmas Pnimius. Chochmas Hitzonius means? Anybody? What does it mean? Just translate the words for me. External wisdom, right? And it alludes to what? To secular, what we call secular wisdom, scientific knowledge, right? Not, not talking about nonsense, uh, you know, whatever it is. Uh, art history. Right, yeah, art history. <laughs> um, is that the class that you just finished? No, it's literally history. <laughs> <laughs> not my major. So, uh, but, uh, but, but uh, the sciences, right? So they are called Chochmas Chitzonius. Therefore, they definitionally are speaking to a more external and therefore still to a certain extent, uh, the more of those you have, the more, the more uh, uh, kind of blacked up a person's mind becomes and, 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 and the less room available for new stuff. Whereas the Torah is called Chochmas Pnimius. It is the wisdom of the, of the innerness, of the central point, of the heart of all wisdom. And therefore, the more of it you have, the more united it becomes. Now, Klausrel, and this is a recurring theme, I, maybe I think I overheard Yosef talking about this, that we've, we've discussed some other mistakes that Klausrel made uh, having to do with Matan Torah or... Uh, being uh, having a Yiddish hashkafa, right? When they left Mitzrayim, for the simple reason that you have to remember, we were engrossed in the Mentes Shari Tuma. 
<laughs> our minds were completely polluted. We, we were very much similar to the Egyptians, so much so that the angels were claiming that uh, why should Hashem give a special treatment? These and those are the same. So, Klausel, coming from that worldview, perhaps had the understanding that you know, if, I, if I'm going to be bringing, when a person goes to sleep, what happens when a person goes to sleep? How come you wake up, like we said, you wake up fresh, you wake up with a clear head? Why is that? The restart, exactly. I mean, the uh, the uh, similar to it was, uh, because we don't understand things so well. So she has to give us really good mashallah. So uh, when you shut down your computer, right? So all the all the information gets gets packed away in in the hard drive, right? So then when you turn it back on, the RAM, the random access memory, right, is is totally empty. Right? And now it's ready to receive. The computer can work really quickly and, 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 and do things well. But if, but if, if, if it's been a long day of work and you got a, you've been, had a lot of programs open, you've been dealing with a lot of information, right? So the RAM is all bogged down, it's all tied <laughs> up. There's too much stuff in there. Right? So, so Klausel, thinking along those lines, said, okay, so we're going to be receiving the Torah. We better make some room for it. Right? So let's go to sleep. All this stuff Moshe Rabbeinu has been teaching us for the last, you know, since back since Mara, right, where we received the <coughs> Mishpatim, the Hilchas Shabbos, the Hilchas Para, right, that we've been learning. Let's let's make sure to get a good night's sleep, clean, come in, clean slate, tabla rasa, right, and uh, we'll be able to accept the Torah. But that's uh, that was a mistake because when it comes to Mius of a Baruch Hu, you want to have a Kli Mole. If you want to be Makabal the Torah, you want to be a Kli Mole when it comes prior to the acceptance of the Torah. Then the fuller you are with Torah, and we have what six days left, by the way, Rabbi said. We have six days left to fill ourselves up with as much Torah as possible. And to the extent that we fill ourselves up with the Torah, <laughs> is the extent to which we'll be able to accept that much more Torah. But, just important, don't go to sleep. From now until then, do not go to sleep. You could sleep for uh, half hour intervals. The, the go- You're not allowed to listen. <laughs> the, that's, what, that's, what, that's what the Gon used to do, right? Is, See, for half hour, half hours is not enough to. What's the word I'm looking for? To pack it all away into 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 the hard drive, right? It just it just the computer just it takes a little uh, just goes into sleep mode. It just like a screen goes dark. Yeah, it's a, so you just take a little schluff, half an hour, then you're right back to it. So that way, that way, by the time the shavuos comes, will be will be mamish knocking. Okay, if you can't do that, at least shavuos night. Okay. Um, Are you really full of more Torah when you don't sleep? Yeah. That's a good understanding. Okay, so you spend the whole time learning, but you <coughs> there might be more stuff going on, but none of it is coherent. 
Means that there's more Torah in your head, but you can't. It's not laid out and together. Why? You get tired. You right. how do you practically remember everything and make it and let it seep into you? You're a, a male vessel. You can take uh, more and more Ruchnik's ideas, but you can't. Okay, so if you if you if you if, you, if you're, if you're on the verge of passing out, the fine. But the, the poor, we're not. You're not talking about staying up for three days. We're talking about just just one night. It's not. Okay, so we, now we have a second sheet. So uh, let's. We have another. Like like a koch like a kochma chitzonis, like a kochma chitzonis, yeah. Yeah, they just thought it was going to be more of that. Right. They're going to learn some uh, really sophisticated astronomy. Relativity. Theology. What's it called? Um, yeah. What's the degree called? And the the the. Divinity. Divinity studies. The scholar, the Pritzker. Uh, uh, Zohar translation. 